Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thank you so much for joining me today. I've got a couple of things I want to share with you in this episode, and I'm pretty sure you are going to like both of them. But before we get to that, there's something I've shared with you before, but I haven't shared it in a while, and it's related to something I do before I hit record on every single podcast, and I also do it before I go live on any of my client webinars. What I do is set an intention, or said a less woo-woo kind of way, because it's actually not like a hippy-dippy kind of practice. I get clear on what I want you to get out of it. That helps me stay focused. That helps me get my energy in the right place. What do I want the listener or the person watching the webinar or listening in to get out of it, right? It helps me stay not just on topic, but really make sure that I'm thinking through how I can equip you less with information, but more with tools and strategies and mindsets that will help you that will allow you to create change in your life in the short term. So not like a year from now, but rather today. And I want to share with you what I did just immediately before hitting record two minutes ago, a minute and 40 seconds ago. I set the intention for today's episode to reach every single one of you who currently feels like you aren't where you want to be, or you aren't where you need to be. My intention for this episode is to speak directly to those of you, maybe you aren't where you need or want to be in terms of your health or your physical body. Maybe you aren't where you need or want to be in terms of your finances, or maybe in terms of your mindset, or perhaps all of the above. And my goal with today's episode is to give you specifically a perspective that I believe, if you act on it, will help you create more momentum in the next two days than you have in the last two weeks combined. That is my intention for today's episode. And that's something, again, I do. It usually takes 30 seconds, no more than a minute, just gets my head in the right place. So hopefully now your head, your thoughts, your perspective, your mindset, your energy is in the right place. And I think when we're on that same path together, we are more likely to be successful. I have to say, I have forgotten in the past couple episodes, we had been in a rhythm where at the end of the episode, I would share a meal that I've really enjoyed recently and a workout that I've enjoyed recently. And the last couple episodes, 
straight up forgot. I think a couple of episodes ago, I was really excited to introduce Fabletics. And then most recently, I was so thrilled to have Nathan back on the show talking about fitness in episode 513. And I just forgot. So so that I don't forget, we are going to start with that today. The most recent thing I ate and really loved, a recent workout that I really loved, and then we will get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode. I actually created a new recipe today, and it is in the show notes for today's podcast. So if you go to primalpotential.com forward slash 514, primalpotential.com slash the episode number 514, will take you to the show notes and you can find that recipe, but it is a hemp heart crusted spicy chicken nugget which is just the best thing in the world. Here's the backstory. Growing up, one of my favorite meals was chicken nuggets that my mom would make. Very simply, I thought they were like special, but they were really pretty basic. She would cut chicken breast into small pieces. She would dip the chicken in some egg. Then she would move from the egg mixture to breadcrumbs, just regular breadcrumbs. And then she would pan fry it in Crisco. Gross. Now, breadcrumbs are not, it was amazing, but thinking about Crisco now, I'm like, yeah, no, no, not doing Crisco. I loved that, though. We would have it with cranberry sauce, but breadcrumbs, Crisco, not exactly staples in my diet these days. And you know, since episode 506 aired, that I've been really into hemp hearts lately, which are really seeds, but they are shelled. And since I have to stay away from nuts because of the oxalates, I have been loving hemp hearts on salads because they're nutty, and I've heard that they can make a great breadcrumb, but I hadn't tried it until today, so the best thing I have eaten recently is what I ate earlier today. The recipe I created and linked to in the show notes for today's episode, essentially, I took the hemp hearts, which are just kind of like seeds, shelled seeds, and I threw them in the food processor, and then I added a couple tablespoons of coconut flour, as well as salt, pepper, uh, garlic powder, paprika, cayenne pepper. That might be it, but the recipe is over on primalpotential.com forward slash 514. And then I tried it a couple ways. I tried baking them on parchment paper, and I also tried um, lightly pan frying them in coconut oil. For me personally, way better in the coconut oil because they browned more nicely and they also were crispier. Flavor was amazing either way. You just got more of a crunch on the ones with coconut oil on the stovetop versus the baked ones, but you could do it either way. All you need to know is how to make that breadcrumb mixture. The recipe is up on primalpotential.com right now. You can get it by going to the show notes for today's episode. Got the hemp hearts, got the coconut flour got the coconut oil, got the chicken too, the chicken as well, from Thrive Market. So if you want to check out that recipe or stock up on the ingredients to make it, I'm using hemp hearts like almost every day right now because they are a complete protein. I talk about all the reasons why I'm loving hemp hearts right now in episode 506. But if you shop through Thrive Market to make that recipe or any other recipe, go through thrivemarket.com forward slash primal potential because when you do, you save an extra 25% and you get that free 30-day trial membership. Forgot to mention, 
I dipped those chicken tenders, chicken nuggets. You can cut them in strips or like little pieces like nuggets. I like the smaller pieces, but I dipped them in the Primal Kitchen Chipotle Lime Mayo dressing. It's not really a dressing. It's really like a dip, but it was amazing. So I tried it a couple different ways and I even though the recipe finished up around eight in the morning, I called my boyfriend. I said, hey, can you come over and try food? His answer was, of course, yeah, don't ask me twice for food. And he loved the baked ones as well as the pan fried ones. He ate most of them. And then he took the ones that he didn't eat to work with him. So they're good. Not just I like them, but he is a very picky eater and the boyfriend liked them too. So definitely check out that episode. If you give it a try, let me know. Better yet, tag me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. I would love to see and let me know if you choose to bake them or if you choose to pan fry them. Okay, the workout that I've done recently and really enjoyed. I actually liked this one so much. I told my sister to do it and I told one of my client friends to do it and she loved it as well and sent me a picture afterwards of her happy, sweaty face. So this is a fast one. And if you haven't listened to episode 513 about intensity and workouts and workout structure, definitely do. And here's a great example about the kind of workout that Nathan and I talked about in episode 513. So it was burpees and dumbbell front squats. So essentially, you have the dumbbells kind of resting on your shoulders. You're holding them. You could do it with a barbell as well, front rack as opposed to back rack. If you don't know what that means, you can Google it. It's a down chain. So 10 burpees, 10 dumbbell front squats, then nine burpees, nine dumbbell front squats, then eight and eight, seven and seven, six and six, five and five. You get it down to one and one, and then you're done. So it goes by really fast, but those burpees, especially when you're like in the round of seven and you've just done 10, then you did nine, then you did eight, and you realize you still have to do seven and seven all the way down to one and one. Whew, it gets spicy, but it was great. So again, if you want more about the workout structure for fat loss and intensity and different things to incorporate, listen to episode 513, but I loved that workout 10 and 10 down to one and one with burpees and front squats. I use dumbbells. I also love to use barbells. Um, mix it up though because variability is super, super important. And if you give it a try, let me know what you thought. Let me know what you thought. Hey, before we dive into the meat of today's episode, just one more quick thing that's related to today, meaning Thursday, August 30th, and it won't be relevant on Friday, August 31st or afterwards. I am doing a live Q&A webinar tonight. So glad I for didn't forget to mention that. I am doing a live Q&A question and answer webinar tonight, which is Thursday, August the 30th, 2018 at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The reason I am doing this live Q&A is to answer any and all questions you have about the 12 Weeks to Transformation group. Because registration opens up to the waitlist next week, we officially kick off on Sunday, September 30th, but we will be opening up registration soon. It opens first to the waitlist. So I've already invited the waitlist to this live Q&A webinar tonight. If you have questions, let me know. Comment on the show notes page. Send me an email. Tag me on Instagram. 
or show up on the live webinar and ask there. But I will put the link to tonight's live Q&A in the show notes. And then afterwards, what I'll try to do, and I say try because I've forgotten to hit record a number of times in my life, and so I never guarantee that, but if I record it, I will put the recording in the show notes so folks that are listening after Thursday, August 30th at 8 p.m., I will do my best to get a recording up there, but if you don't see it, it's because it doesn't exist, and I would love to have you join me live. So if you want to know how to do that, you've got to go to the show notes page, primalpotential.com forward slash 514, and you'll see a link under the word resources. Okay, now we can get to the meat and potatoes of today's episode. The other day, I was on the phone One of my clients reached out to me. She is an OBGYN, so she is a physician and a medical doctor working primarily with perimenopausal and menopausal women. And she reached out and she said, would you be willing to get on the phone and chat with me about how I can be more effective in helping my patients reach their goals? And I was like, absolutely, I would love to. She and I chatted for a while about what we feel are the most effective strategies for fat loss, especially for fat loss in peri- and postmenopausal women, and we were in total agreement about what works best and how simple it is, right? Sometimes people want to make it seem like it's this big, complex, complicated thing, and it's just really not. One of the most effective strategies that we both see with women and fat loss, and it's effective for men in fat loss and teenagers in fat loss and 20-somethings in fat loss, but also peri- and postmenopausal women in fat loss, and that is consistent implementation of the golden rules of carbs in fat loss, which if you aren't sure what those are, they are covered in episode 195. There are four golden rules of carbs in fat loss, and all four are explained in detail in episode 195. We were totally in agreement Consistent implementation of those four golden rules creates great success in fat loss. Not just for fat loss, though, but the amazing thing about being consistent, not just knowing what they are, not implementing one out of the four or two out of the four, but consistently implementing all four isn't just amazing for fat loss. It makes people feel so much better. It increases their energy. It decreases their cravings. It balances their hormones. It improves their sleep. It's amazing. And then she said, so what I really need to know, Elizabeth, is how do you get people to listen? She said, you give people the information, right? And she said, I want to know with my patients, once I tell them, hey, this is what's going to get you results. This is what's going to make you feel better. How do you get them to do it? Once you explain the golden rules or you point them to that podcast episode 195, how do you get them to do it? And I said, you don't. Information is not the same thing as transformation. And the reason I'm sharing this with you guys right now is because as she and I were talking about it, it's not just a physician or a podcaster or a coach that says, hey, how do I get my clients to do the work? We say this to ourselves all the time, right? I know what I should be doing, but how do I get myself to do it? And information 
is not the thing. Information is not the same as transformation. Information doesn't lead to transformation. Sure, it might be part of the equation, but for those of you that are like, I just need to listen to more podcasts. I need to understand it better. I have questions about this, that, and the other thing. It's not the thing. It's not the lever to push. There's a beautiful quote from a French novelist, first name Antoine, last name, I can't pronounce it. And it says, if you want to build a ship, don't drum up people to collect wood and don't assign them tasks and work, but rather teach them to long for the endless immensity of the sea. Don't tell them what to do. Make them fall in love with what happens when they do it. Understand the difference for yourself, right? Don't turn this into how you can get your kids to do chores. Don't turn this into how you can get your students to do their homework. Don't turn this into how you can use this with somebody else. I want you to think about yourself right now. Instead of reminding yourself of all the things you should do, need to do, could have done, would have done, have to do, whatever it is, understand that what is much more effective in helping you change is being intentional about making yourself fall in love with the why, with what you will get, with what you will have, with what you will experience as a result of doing that thing. So more specifically, it's not about telling people the tactics that they need to employ for fat loss. It's about getting them excited for how their life can be, for how they can feel, for what they can experience, for what they want their life to be like. Getting them energized about the fact that they have the ability to create that right now when they can. Every choice is a chance to create the change you crave. Right? It's not about what we should do. What drives us is why. You can have more energy. It is possible for you in your life very soon to wake up refreshed and stay charged up all day long. It is possible for you to have a body that you love. You have everything you need already. It is right there waiting for you. It is waiting for you to choose it and choose it again and choose it again and choose it again. When we have the perspective that the work required is somehow a burden or a restriction, that we're a victim of it, we're not excited about creating the change. But when we understand that we are so close and it is so possible and every single day we can feel better, That is what's going to inspire us to do the work. That is what I try to light on fire with my clients every day, every time we talk. It's not just about the tactics. The tactics is the least important part. You don't motivate yourself with information and strategy. You've got to want it. And more than just wanting the outcome, you have to fall in love with what is possible. That is how you create consistency. I know I've shared with you guys over and over and over again the coffee mug that I have up on primalpotential.com. I created it because it inspires me and it says, I am wildly curious about my potential and fiercely determined to create it. Yeah, 
yeah, I think about sleeping in. Sure, I think about eating all of the things all of the time. But where I choose to give the majority of my energy is in the excitement about what is possible and my ability to create it. It's all possible. And here's the important part. It can happen pretty quickly. Now, if you're thinking it won't happen quickly, I have 200 pounds to lose. I get it. Trust me, I get it. I've been there. But feeling better does not take that long. You will fall in love with how you feel as you go. It's not like crappy, 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 crappy. I made it. Now it's amazing. It gets better and better and better and better. And you right now are ours at most days away from feeling significantly better. It's all up to you. It is all up to you. It doesn't take months or years to feel dramatically better. It takes a matter of days. So what I explained to this, this physician I was speaking with is that when I'm working with clients, yes, there is a time and a place for information, but that is not what makes people change. It might help them tweak and adjust their strategy, but what motivates people is how they are thinking about what they want, why they want it, and what they can do today to get it. I want to help them set themselves ablaze with desire for what they want. I want to remind them to bring their attention daily to the fact that they can have it, that they are the magic, that they can take themselves there now. If you need a little bit of fire about this, listen to episode 480, the Transformation is Now episode. That would be a great one. If you need a little bit of spark behind this, go back to 480. I was talking to my clients um, every day. I put up these daily coaching messages, and sometimes they're a way to trigger motivation. Uh, sometimes they are a specific challenge. Sometimes they're just sharing how I overcome struggles in my own life or how I motivate myself. And I shared with them just the other day on this audio coaching channel um, <laughs> that I really, for some reason, wanted pancakes desperately. I admittedly love pancakes, but I can't tell you the last time I had them. It's easily been a couple of years, if not more. But I really wanted pancakes, and I noticed that over a period of two or three days, I kept thinking about pancakes. And so finally, I said, okay, you can have pancakes. And I picked a day about seven days out-ish. When I, I On this day, go have pancakes, right? But my challenge to myself wasn't merely wait it out. It was... You can have pancakes seven days from now, but every day until then, make yourself feel as great as possible. So if I'm going to indulge, which for me, pancakes would be an indulgence. It's all relative, right? I want to stay far from that indulging line for seven days to really be disciplined with my food choices, and then enjoy the pancakes. So the seven days comes and goes, and it's the, I wake up on the morning that, I'm, that I've told myself I can have the pancakes, right? And I wake up, I do my work, drink some coffee, drink some water, go to the gym, and I'm driving home from the gym, and I start to think about those pancakes. Like, hey, today's the day, pancakes, gosh, it's been so long. And I thought, pancakes are going to make me feel like crap. And I feel so good. Like, my body feels good. My belly feels good. I have tons of energy. I don't want pancakes. I don't want pancakes. And that that's reflective of a couple different strategies I use. One is if I want something, 
I don't just give in to the impulse in the moment. I might say, yes, you can have that and some future point in time, whether it's, you know, two days away or seven days away. And I think the other strategy is intentionally putting it that couple, that period of time away and then how I use that time in between. Now, if I was not consistent in eating really clean, then maybe I would set that pancake mark a day or two away and then be really disciplined in my food choices for that period of the time Not to compensate for the indulgence, but I do it so that I can get really in touch with how good it feels to feel great. And then that sometimes shifts your perspective. It would have been no big deal if I chose to have pancakes on that day. But the point was, I created a scenario where I felt so good and it happened very, very quickly that I didn't even want them anymore. I tell that not necessarily so that you're planning these indulgences at every so many days. Hey, if it works for you, do it. But to prove that you can feel better physically, you can notice a difference in your body, you can notice a difference in your energy, you can notice a difference in your mood in just a matter of days. Do that work. Do that work. Oftentimes when I'm working with my clients, I'm really helping, trying to help them create this momentum and excitement, enthusiasm instead of where a lot of people come from, which is I'm so frustrated and this is annoying and it's not going fast enough, etc. They'll respond to me and say, oh, I can't wait until I just naturally think this way. I just naturally am excited about taking great care of myself. I can't wait until this is just the way I am. And I remind them. It's not a destination. It's a decision. It's not a destination. It is a decision. You do not arrive at this place. You do not have to earn it. It is not far out. It is right here, right now, a choice you make. If you say to yourself, oh man, I just wish that I was somebody who consistently ate clean. It's not a destination that you have to work your way towards. It is a decision to be that person today. Somebody had messaged me on Instagram and they were sharing something about a a tough family situation that they were going through and, and she was asking for my help and thinking about it differently and changing her perspective or her response. And so I gave her my two cents about it and she said, Oh, I just wish that I thought the way that you think. And I said, it's not a destination. It is a decision. Choose to think that way now. That is how we create change. It's not a destination. It is a decision. Fat loss is not a destination. It is a decision. The choices you make now and next, today, that is the decision When we treat it like a destination, we're not there yet. It's easy to dismiss all of the opportunities to create change right now because, hey, we're not there yet. But when we remind ourselves, it is now, it is a decision, it's what I do now and next, it takes me wherever I go. Back to this conversation that I had with the OBGYN less than a week ago, she was asking for my opinion on... The clients, the patients that she deals with who are frustrated. Maybe they are dealing with 
hormonal challenges that make fat loss a little bit harder. They feel like it's not fair. She was talking about some teenagers who have PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome. It's like, it's not fair. It's too hard. It shouldn't be like this. And I said, well, you know, my perspective, the way I work with my clients, because I'm not a cheerleader, right? When you hire me as your coach, it's not so that you, you get empathy or sympathy I care very much, but what I care about most is helping you improve your life, not feeling sorry for you. There's no value in that. I don't feel sorry for any of my clients. I feel excited for their potential and what we can do together. So I said, you know, you can either be sad about it, that is absolutely a choice, or you can change it. We can all create change in our lives and fair isn't really a factor. What are you going to do about it today? And why are you going to do it? Why is it worth it? I actually got an email the other day from a client that was very much similar to this situation that the OBGYN was asking me about. I want to share with you her email, and I'm also going to play the audio of part of my response. So here is the email she sent. Hi, Elizabeth. So here it goes. I am discouraged. I'm postmenopausal, 55 years old, and find it's a real struggle to not gain weight, let alone to lose it. I've gained 20 pounds in the last five years alone. If I don't eat 100% clean, I really pay for it on the scale. Yet it feels like when I eat mostly clean, the scale doesn't respond much or at all. So I don't feel like my efforts pay off. And I find myself saying, why should I go for crushing the day when my efforts aren't rewarded? FYI, food is my issue. Sweets after supper and night eating. I regularly sleep eight hours a night and I exercise five times a week, including cardio and weight training. A little history. I have been struggling with my weight for the past 15 years or so. Prior to that, I was one of those I can eat anything I want people. Whatever insights, guidance you could provide would be most appreciated. I want to play for you part of my response. I am a big fan when there appears to be a problem or challenge. I am a big fan of stating it in one sentence because oftentimes we use up a lot of excess energy and emotion by justifying the problem, substantiating the problem, being in our feelings about the problem instead of being succinct with it so we can get to the solution. So the problem as you see it is that you are discouraged because you're not seeing results You don't see the point of consistency because you don't see results when you're consistent. Here is the reality of the situation. You have this idea of what eating clean is. And what you're telling me is, well, when I do that, nothing happens. Well, then you can either stop or change the approach. The reality is that what you define as eating clean isn't necessarily what your body needs for fat loss. So in that moment, you've got those two choices. You can either quit and say, what's the point when I do it, it doesn't work anyway, or you adjust it and you find what does work. Because if you keep saying, well, screw it, what's the point, it doesn't work anyway, what do you get when you feel that way? You've gained 20 pounds in the last five years. How do you feel about your body? How do you feel about your health? So these two options, the way you define eating clean isn't getting results. So either you say, screw it, what's the point, and go back to the other way, play that out. Is that what you want? 
How do you feel when you make that choice? Is that working for you? Or you look at, have I actually been consistent? I say all the time to people, yeah, you probably have tried everything except consistency because we give it a week, two weeks, maybe three weeks, but that is not consistency. So you have to really honestly assess, have I truly been consistent? And if you can say yes, without excuses, without exceptions, I have been consistent for months and my body hasn't responded, then you get to decide to change the approach. Because fat loss is not this prescription. I followed it. I did it exactly as I was supposed to do and nothing happened. So then it's not for me. It's different for everybody. That is the work. That is the work that you say, okay, well... Is it that I'm eating too much fat? Is it that I'm indulging too frequently? Is it that maybe I'm eating when I'm not hungry? What's going on here? So you have to decide if it is worth it to you or not to either choose consistency or, and consistency is not measured in days or weeks, or to keep adjusting. And that's really what the work in the 12 Weeks to Transformation is. Um. And, and and you get to decide what, what you do with it and how you how you take advantage of it, if you take advantage of it. But understanding that like there's not just this prescription that you follow, there is a responsibility of the individual who wants to create change to say, well, what creates change for me? Where I would challenge you to really give your thought is, do I want to do the work and why? What happens if I don't? Do I want to throw in the towel because the way I thought it should be isn't the way it was? It doesn't really matter how you thought it should be. I'm constantly adjusting. I'm constantly saying, hey, that used to work, but my body's not responding. Okay, now what? That's not a burden. I'm not a victim of it. That is the reality of all change. That is my perspective, and I hope you have a really wonderful day. The other thing that I didn't say in this voice note that I write about a lot in my book that I'm working on Super excited about it. You have to buy 10 copies. Okay, thanks, bye. Uh, One of the things I talk about a lot in the book, she asks herself in this email, she says, I find myself saying, why should I go for crushing the day when my efforts aren't rewarded? Has she ever answered that question? Why treat it like it's rhetorical? Like it doesn't need an answer. Why should you crush the day? Is the only reason that drives your food choices, is the only thing driving the food choices you make, what happens on the scale? What are the factors that you want to be relevant when you are making food choices? Because if what you eat is only contingent on what the scale does, then I could see her argument here. But is that the only thing that you want to matter? For me, personally, if I were to look at that, because I certainly can't answer the question for her, Why should I go for crushing the day? Answer that question. If that's the question, answer it. Because I want to feel good. Because I want to be healthy. Because I want to take great care of myself. Because I know that what I eat influences my mood. Because I know that what I eat influences my skin. Because I want to be physically capable. Because I want to work with my body and not against it. Because if I don't, I'm not going to feel good. And when I don't take great care of myself or I don't make good food choices, I don't feel as happy. I don't have the same level of energy. I can't focus as well on my work. 
So if you ask the question like, why should I crush the day when my efforts aren't rewarded? And then you don't answer it. It's just, it's not a true question. It's a permissive card that you play to let yourself off the hook. But if you're going to ask yourself a question, then you owe yourself the answer. So why should you crush the day? What's the point? Answer those questions. Why do I try? I don't know. Why do you try? Why should I try? Why should I bother? Answer the question. Answer the question. Look at why. Look at what you can do. Ask yourself how you can make yourself proud today and do that. Ask yourself what choices will make you feel your best and then do that. You don't have to arrive anywhere. It's not coming later. It is right here now. It is not a destination. It is a decision. And transformation is now. Make it a great day, guys. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.